Good, very good evening and welcome to a Greater Western Queensland Racing News for our first of a series of podcasts uh, for the 2021 racing season. Andrew, what's with you here? And uh, we'll be joined each and every Tuesday night by uh, Maxie Tanks. He's in the studio with me. How are you, mate? Yeah, good uh, Good evening. It's uh, almost time to start another racing season. It's uh, been sneak snuck up pretty quickly anyway. Um, yeah. I'm excited for a big year ahead. Every Tuesday night we'll be bringing you all the results from the greater western region uh, here in Queensland, uh, touching on results from the northwest, central west, and, of course, the southwest region. And uh, Brooke Richardson will join us. Uh, we didn't want to bother her this week, though. Maxie, she's uh, having a well-earned rest before the start of the season uh, down the Gold Coast. Yeah, what, I know um, all the southern trainers down in New South Wales, Victoria, have been utilising that Queensland sun for spelling, and it's good to see our Central West jockeys are as well. Yeah, now speaking of Central West jockeys, um, the Central West jockeys premiership will kick off uh, next weekend at Blackall and run throughout the season. Uh, this will be accruing a 3-2-1 basis on uh, the position of the horse's uh, finishing place, first uh, three points, second will be two points and one for third. Um, the pool yet to be finalised, Maxie, but should be a pretty... Uh, it should be a nice little carrot to get uh, our travelling jockeys consistently out west. Yeah, it is, and it's uh, proudly sponsored as well by Barker's News News Agency. So thanks to um, Mr and Mrs Luck for jumping on board there as the naming rights sponsors. But hopefully, the, you know, this is the drill card that, you know, we needed out here to obviously bring some jockeys in out to the Central West region. We've only got three jockeys based out here now. Um Luckily, we've still got three ready to go for the first meeting after mm. Alicia's um, fall on the on the weekend. It looked, um, you know, very nasty at first, but she's um, she's all good now and she's up on her feet straight away and she looks like she's ready to go as well. So They're bloody tough breed jockeys, aren't they? They are. <laughs> <laughs> for, for a lot of the time, I know we're harsh on them. We talk through our pockets, but gee whiz, uh, you wouldn't... I've never thrown the leg over a horse <laughs> and uh, I don't know, I've, I've had a couple of bets there and maybe that could be a challenge for the end of the year, but yeah, I've never got on a horse... <laughs> I don't think I'll ever, I'll never make a jockey, but, um, you know, the work they put in, the hours, the early starts, and, um, you know, it, it's a risky business. Oh, it definitely is, you know. It's a, I suppose it's not only it's a career, it's the livelihoods involved, and, you know, one simple mistake, or, you know, even by one of their colleagues, and that can be their, you know, career over, and obviously... They, they are, you know, getting the big bucks that I think they deserve now. And hopefully yep. this, this jockey premiership, it entices a few more to, I suppose, not only come out, but continually come out and stay out for, you know, throughout the year and maybe even pick up, you know, some nice partnerships with some trainers or find, a, you know, a nice horse they get association with. Yep. And, you know, we might see some great relationships building there. Now, let's have a look at the, the horses and obviously the two big guns out here. In the Central West last year were Balenti, uh, trained by Ray Herman up in Winter. Now I know he's in the Northwest. He's trained in the Northwest. <laughs> and obviously SGL, um, Maxi was probably one of the buyers of the year. Uh, Kieran Power on the team there from Barcaldon purchased him off Les Baker. And uh, he was a real money spinner. And, uh, you know, that win in the Cloncurry Cup was certainly the peak performance. But both those uh, horses... Although they're getting up in the weights now, they're still going to be uh, mighty tough to toss uh, throughout 2021. Yeah, they are. It'll be very interesting to see where both of them step out, and I suppose the campaigns that they're going to follow as well. Yeah. Um, both right up in weights now. Um, will be interesting to see whether they head down the path of, I suppose, you know, some of those cups that we see on, yep. on you know, Townsville, Cairns, Rockhampton, Mackay, or whether, you know, they are going to brave those weights and just prove, you know, what good bush horses they are. Uh, but I suppose another titan that I think of a Central West horse that probably doesn't get the reward spoken about is um, Zucas. I think he yeah. really came to age towards the end of last prep. Um, 
I know there was a little bit of a hole there when Bush Caviar left um, the boy Foster stable, but he really come of age and was um, flying towards the end of that preparation. And I, I just believe, you know, we, we probably won't see the same Zucas at the beginning of the prep, but yeah. as he starts firing up um, right there towards that Battle of the Bush again, I think he's going to be a main player. Let's have a look at the trainers around the West. We'll start here in Longreach and... Um Mark Oates, I know he's got a pretty strong side there. He's uh, picked up a couple of Richard Simpson's gallopers. Uh, and a, a new one, uh, by the name of Chapelko. <laughs> a bit of a, you know, ownership interest here. But Oates, he's always hard to beat, especially at the start of the season, because his horses are right up to the mark. Yeah, we, we, we all know how ultra-competitive um, Mark is and, and the team he's got there with Julie Egling and Liam Oates. And they always have their... Horses cherry ripe for the beginning of the season, uh, and, I, and I expect it to be much the same. You know, we don't usually see any step out at Blackhall. I would be very surprised if we've seen any there. Um, and obviously, just due to the remedial works happening here in Longreach yep. as well, I, I don't think we'll probably see him towards the towards the middle to the end of the March. Maybe yep. Barky Longreach, maybe even a little bit further. Now we spoke a little bit about Boy Foster, and obviously he's got that great association with his daughter Desley. But don't forget Rodney Little. Um, he's always got a very competitive side, and he places his horses very well. He does, and I think you know this year, if it's a bit more normal, it'll probably suit Rodney as well. Uh, he's, he's the type of trainer that his horse needs, you know, miles in the legs, and they're going to get that with a lot more meets being available each week and not racing just fortnightly only. So I think Rodney will bounce back from, uh, you know, a better season this year. We saw it towards the end of the year, especially with the likes of Boingo starting to fire. She was at the end of that preparation. So I think he, uh, Rodney will bounce back really nicely. Now over to Barky, and it's almost a stronghold of the Central West, isn't it? Uh, you've got leading trainer over there, Todd Austin. I uh, believe he's got, uh, talking to Sean Dillon, about 10 or 12 in already. Patrick O'Toole, um, he really increased the size of his stable uh, last year. And then you've got Brendan Richardson and um, Jeffrey Rafter, both with boutique stables. Yeah, it's exactly right. I mean, we know that Todd is the... He's, a, he's the Central West, uh, I suppose, trainer of the year. Um, and that's for the right reason. He, he puts in a lot of work there as well. He's got a big team and and they, you know, get the, the rewards, I suppose, from the time that they put in. And we've seen that with SEL. We've seen that with Media Vita. Yeah. Um, and I suppose we're going to see the transition now into the up-and-coming horse in the form of Sizzlating, who, mm. uh, from all reports, is going extremely well. Looks a yep. treat after a little bit of a break. And uh, it'll be very interesting to see him step out as he pre- progresses through the grades. Um, now down to Blackhall and uh, Charlie Prow and also David Rewalt. Now, you talk about trainers to follow at the start of the year. David Rewalt is always hard to beat. That Blackhall meeting, they're ready to rumble. Another trainer who places his horses extremely well. Yeah, it's exactly right. And um, usually we see him use the Roma meeting the week before. Traditionally, is a little bit of a lead-up, don't we? Yeah. Um, so I anticipate he's going to have a very strong hand at... Um, at Blackhall for his home track on Saturday. And we can't forget Clinton Austin either. We oh, can't yeah. ride off Clinton Austin. He, he always pops up with a handy horse. Um, and, you know, the likes of Burden, who was really starting to hit his straps, I suppose, towards yep. the end of that last year. A nice little break there. We could see him return to some form as well. Yeah, certainly plenty to look forward to in the upcoming 2021 season. Uh, if we look further afield, um, down towards that southwestern region, uh, the boys in Charleville, um, Pugsley, also, Jono and uh, Les Baker, they're always uh, got a couple of handy ones in the stable. Yeah, they do. Pugsley always pops up with one, doesn't he? He's, yep. he's, he's going really well. Um, obviously, uh, Jono and Les, you know, Jono's got a huge team and it'd be very interesting to see, if, you know, with the consistency of racing again, if some of those horses can return mm. to a bit of form. 
and then Les as well. Uh, I think he's done a little bit of a cull. So I think he's, he's yep. told me he's only got about two now. So he'll be looking to buy up and get something that can obviously yep. contend with that Battle of the Bush Country Cups kind of challenge. And I believe we've got Les and the team on board as well. They're going to be doing some previews for us in the southwest region. There. That'll be fantastic. And down to the Rome area, obviously the benchmark down there is uh, Craig Smith. You've got Wayne Baker and Jessica Lee Brand, who's uh, notched two wins in two weeks with uh, the old boy Orthodane. Jeez, hasn't he found a new lease on life? Yeah, what? he brained them. Those two wins was, you know, especially that win there at Miles. He was over racing that first time went past the post. And yep. I suppose, as Brett Moody said, he'd get a photo finish here for the four from going past the post <laughs> the first time around. But yeah, he, he just kept pushing and kept kicking. And it was a, it was a great win there by lengthening six and a half lengths. Yep. Um, he's a horse that I, I think's always shown a little bit of a promise. And, yep. you know, maybe with a bit more one-on-one attention, he's, he's really starting to, yep. to obviously show that. That, that, I suppose, uh, you know, promise at the right grade as well. Yeah. And just a snapshot on the uh, Northwest racing, obviously Tanya Parry taking all before her in the first part of um, this racing season. Uh, she's out by a long way in the country premiership. But up in the Northwest, there are a couple of trainers who have fantastic strike rates. And I speak of Bob Burrow and, and also um, Jay Morris and, and even Stephen Royce. They always place their horses really well. Yeah, they do. And I suppose you can extend that to the family partnership with Denise Ballard as yep. well with the with Keith and Dan both riding. And I know they do a lot of work for the rest of the trainers around the place as yep. well. So there's it's, you know, plethora of trainers and jockeys up there in the Northwest. And, you know, they're extremely lucky and obviously have that pull up there to be able to get all those trainers and jockeys in. And personally, I'm very interested to see how Tango Rain comes back this year. Yep. I, I think last year he was probably brought back with the Battle of the Bush in mind. And it was a really long year. And, you know, towards the end of that year, I don't think we saw the Tango Rain that was at his no. best. Cleveland Bay is probably a little bit, fo- like, you know, 1,300 metres. I don't think he's that kind of horse. No. I'm really excited to see him come back this year. And, and possibly, I think he might be the one to beat in the Battle of the Bush. Now, Rick McMahon's back. Uh, his weight's good, around that 57 and a half. Um, he's really going to make his presence felt up there because he is a, a city-class jockey. He doesn't want to relocate out the Central West. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a job. He's riding 10 a day. He's doing good up there, apparently. Oh, it's, you know, it's good to hear. And, uh, you know, Rick is a, is a very talented jockey, isn't he? We've seen that when mm. he was, you know, hitting his straps up there in Man Isa. I know he's obviously in connection with the good stable up there with Jay Morris and the Saunders racing team. But I suppose, you know, the horse is only as good as the jockey that you put on board as well. So you've got to right. still make those decisions and uh, it's great to see Rick back in the saddle. Let's have a look at the meetings coming up before we uh, wrap things up for today's edition. This weekend, uh, we see Roma uh, racing in the southwest and Gunda Windy also. Uh, the following weekend, the 27th, kicks off uh, racing in the northwest with Mount Isa, the central west with Blackall, uh, and also meetings at Chinchilla. And uh, fast forwarding to April, that's when we really start to hit our straps. Uh, Charles will kick off on the 6th of March. Apologies, I'm getting way ahead of myself there. will <laughs> uh, and then the 13th, uh, the grass track in the outback is back with Mount Isa again and uh, Murumbah for their meeting and Cloncurry and Longreach uh, kick things off on the 20th of March. Uh, Max, if I could just, you've said Tango Rain up there in the north. Uh, the one you're looking forward to here in the Central West? Sizzlating? 
Well, I, I think scissorlating is is a is a horse that I suppose is right on that edge there, where we're going to see now whether yep. it can make that step up from you know yep. the maiden class B and progress through the grades nicely. But I think my horse to watch out here in the Central West this year is Zukaz. He's still relatively low rated for a sprinter out here. Mm. We've seen a lot bigger weights before, and I think um, he's going to be my horse to watch and might be my pick for the Central West uh, horse to run the best in the Battle of the Bush. Maxie, thanks, uh, thanks for your time, and we'll catch up again. Next next Tuesday evening. Sounds good. Andrew Watts signing out for Greater Western Queensland Racing News, and we'll catch you again next Tuesday night.